welcome, welcome everybody to the Black and White Podcast. My name is Birch, and as always, I'm joined with the, and I mean the greatest podcast co-host in the game, the magnificent, articulate, the delicious and nutritious. She's not celibate, but she do celibate. That's my girl. Where's she my at? My wife. She, I didn't know we were having someone oh, else on today. my baby mama, Mrs. Oh. Lauren Paul, everybody. Make some noise for her one time. You deserve a standing ovation. Come on. Come no, on, please come don't. On. Please come don't. On, come on. Guys, I am coming to you real and raw, makeup free, and I can almost assume my cheeks are probably really red right now uh-huh. because I... Every time you do this, yes. I don't know what he's going to say. And it makes me yes. cringe. It's like, my goal to have a new intro every episode <laughs> oh, just oh, for you. Good to know. <laughs> yes. Be warned, ladies and gentlemen. Be warned. Be I love warned. it. But all jokes aside, we are so hyped, so excited. Season three. First oh of all. Oh my gosh. Season three. First of all, we're still doing it. Yes. We're doing it. And honestly, um, we're just so grateful for the support that we've had. Season one, season two, maybe you're jumping on for the first time. I encourage you go back, get caught up on season one and two. Um, We really pray. Our hope is we don't want you to know our names and our names. We don't care to be famous. We just want to help you have a perspective on just the different real life situations and conversations that we know are happening in private and maybe bring it to you from a perspective that really has Jesus in the center. Absolutely. But it's not so heavenly minded that it's not no, it's, you know, it's no earthly good. We yeah. wanted to really be, help you no matter where you find yourself. So we're excited. We're doing it. Absolutely. Season three. Absolutely. Hey, Birch. Yeah. You know, three it, is my favorite number. Three. Uh, favorite numbers aren't a thing. Yes, it is. But it if is a they thing. were going to be a three, a thing, three would be a fantastic number Guys, to be your favorite. Favorite numbers are a thing. Am yeah, I right? Sure. A thing. Absolutely. It's a thing. Absolutely. The They're, three is my favorite number. But if they if they were going to be a favorite number, you <laughs> might as well pick three because this one is going to be a classic, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be mm-hmm. a great season. We've got some incredible stuff. We're, we're, we're bringing video into the podcast and we're going to be uploading the entire podcast with video form. And so we hope you get the chance to watch and listen to the podcast that that it's not only gets you through your day, but maybe helps you make you make you get better in a different area of your life, your relationships, mm-hmm. um, your that business. you grow with Jesus, your business, mm-hmm. absolutely, your ministry. No matter what it is that you uh, do, or no matter what sphere you find yourself in, we're mm-hmm. hoping this podcast gives you some fuel uh, for the next season and really encourages you. But we've got some incredible content coming your way, especially starting right here today. We have an amazing interview from a couple that we admire so Mm -hmm. much, that we love so much. They are Josh and Mia Lazar, Axel and Oak. You're going to hear a whole lot about them in this interview. We got a chance to hang out with them over the weekend and had just the best time ever and got into some amazing discussions. And we felt like we should bring it in to the podcast as well. Absolutely. And you know... They are some of our closest friends, which we thought, you know, we have a really great lineup, honestly, coming this season. Oh, yeah. But we thought, who better than two people that are not just some of our best friends um, in literally the entire world, but we just really value their skill set, their knowledge, more than what they do, who they are. Absolutely. And so I know this. 
Um, this is why this podcast exists. We didn't want to just keep them all to ourselves. We wanted to make sure we can share yeah. the Lazars, their perspective, their wisdom, their knowledge, and their story yeah. with you guys. So we, Absolutely. I'm ex- I, it's best one. First I'm one, best one. <laughs> I'm excited. So without any further ado, let's get into the black and white podcast. Thinking, well, you had to. Who else were you going to ask, <laughs> right? You're going to ask your friends. But they're more than friends. They're people that we really look up to, love them. Um, we were actually yesterday over dinner just reflecting on why, just beyond that you guys are super fun, we trust you and we love you. You really inspire us to be better yep. in all areas. And so it's, it's first for a reason and we're here. So how cool hey. is that? So let's do it. That's right. It's so good. Well, we're, we're so glad to have you guys on the podcast. Glad to be here. You know, we, we were um, just thinking about, you know, who we would have on and talking about, you know, uh, why we would have them on. And I, I just think you guys are just an incredible couple because the reason why we love you guys, one, is because you guys showed love to us first. And it was such mm-hmm. a great way for us to meet all those years ago. But you guys are creatives and we just love creatives. We love uh, couples who are creative together. And, you know, obviously, um, you guys have got so much stuff going on. You've got, I mean, your ministry, you've got business, you're, you're creating together. You guys are raising two incredible kids. You know, you're building Teenagers. a relationship with people. It's, it's, the you guys got a nother, lot going on. And so I just thought it'd be cool if you guys just take a minute, just like give our, our listeners just a sneak peek into your guys' world. Mm-hmm. Who are you? What do you do? What, 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 uh, what do you lead? And, and uh, what that can people follow from you guys? Let's start with this young lady to my left. Yes, ma'am. She's got well, that fire jacket. Yes. Well, <laughs> Josh and I have been married about 17 years, almost 18. This people October. don't usually believe that. They actually don't believe our kids are as old as they are because mm-hmm. we look so dang young. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Aging like fine wine. But, yes. Um, yeah, so we've been married a little while. And when we first got married, I actually said on our very first date that I would probably not be okay with marrying a pastor at the time. And he put a ring on my finger and that he was a pastor at the time. He still is, but he was <laughs> after breaking up with me. That's a, that's ministry. another podcast. So when we first got married, um, I knew that I wanted to be, I just love music. I loved worship. I love um, all things design and creative. But I didn't really know exactly what that looked like when we first got married. So I was, I was a music teacher for a little while. I retired after three years yeah. of being a music teacher. Yeah. It was that long? It was yeah. maybe two and a half. Three. Maybe two and a half. That's three. Yeah. We're going to go yeah. with three. Yeah. Three is the number today. Exactly. <laughs> we'll go with three. And then when we, um, we moved to a church plant called Life Point Church in Virginia, and that's kind of where the spark started for us in the creative world. And just a super creative church that loved Josh really thrived and like flew. It was when he first got his wings, I think, with um, becoming um, the person that was a really amazing support, loyal, um, would see someone's vision, but actually make it soar. Yeah. And that was a really beautiful time for you to speak to that a little bit. Yeah. So um, our background, you know, I started in ministry in 99 2000 that's a long time ago yes it is for those of you listening he's, he's clearly we he's clearly a vampire because yeah. he yes. hasn't aged yes. <laughs> yeah. don't zoom in on the camera fun, fun fact fun fact that is the same year in which 
Cash Money Records release oh. back that thing up. Okay. Yes. Yes. If anybody was uh, a good year. any uh, good year. interest. Once again, don't look it up. Right, right. <laughs> that you remember that. It's very, yes. so very I nice. Because what you're supposed to do in ministry, this is what I thought. You're supposed <laughs> to start in student ministry because yeah. then you could get experience. Right. Yep. But right. here's what I found. I, this is totally backwards, but I actually would spend about 85% of my time working on how people feel and the environments yep. and the vibes. Those rooms make you feel things. Right. They sure right? Do. But they 15% sure do. on content. And that is totally backwards, mm-hmm. but it was inside of me and I... I didn't, I didn't see people doing it. I didn't, I, I started doing sermon series because I thought it was a cool way to package stuff, yeah. but I had not seen people doing sermon series. Come on. Um, so I got to design my very first space kind of right before I left that ministry. Yeah. Um, and it still looks exactly the same today. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you are, it's time yeah. to bring them back. Actually, they are. We are redesigning that for them. Uh, wow. It's full circle for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Too, right? That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's full it. circle moment. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so then, then we went and got to be a part of, of LifePoint and um, just working with teams and crafting environments and experiences. And the question that I always ask is like, what is the journey we want to take people on? Yeah. What do we want them to feel? And what do we walk them? What do we want them to walk away with? Right. Yeah. So the vision. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. So I got to lead worship at LifePoint for years, right? Yep. When we, when we started our second campus at yep. LifePoint with um, Birch as the sending worship leader. And this I was is where our world's yes, came together. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Super, super fun. Lots of years, lots of, lots of first, you know, first album, first song written with Birch. That was pretty fun. And found after that experience that songwriting is a huge passion for me. And um, it's just within me. It's just one of those things I didn't even know was really there until, you know, that time. How many years ago? Well, um, just so, so beautiful to be able to express creativity through music. For me, music songwriting is is extremely spiritual and very intimate with the mm-hmm. Lord, but it's also about, um, you know, trusting others that are better than you and being able to, through that trust and that friendship, being able to make the best song happen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's true with creativity in general for like design, because I found also, of course, because of my personality, I'm a seven. I like to have fun. I like to collaborate, collaborating and um, just new riffing things, off new of people. Ideas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but like I've worked with, I work better when I have somebody literally just to say my ideas to out loud and to yeah. talk about things Oh yeah, because that is my style. Some people prefer to work alone, but creativity for me is interior design. Like one of my favorite people to, to create with is Christine Simmons because she's a yes man. She's a yes woman. Yeah. She like, yeah. is like, Mia, that's a great idea. And I'm like, oh, I She's think I'm kind of cool. Okay, great. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. She is so <laughs> encouraging. Right. She yes. is so encouraging. But I'm just saying, like, for me, it's like working with people. And that's kind of what brings the best product is not just me, but it's yeah. someone else with The me. best ideas yeah. always happen from yeah. collaboration. So sometimes we work you well can't, together, Josh You can't ever come up with the best ideas in, by yourself. No. It's not going to happen. Fact. But Josh has done entire designs by himself. And then he'll be like, what do you think? And I'm like... Uh, mm-mm. <laughs> let's, and then, let's it, then it gets fixed. And then yep. it gets, yep. it's the yep. best thing because yeah. we're yeah. together. Right. Oh, I love it. I mean, the yeah. Bible tells us like iron sharpens yes. iron, so there's one right. believer to the other. Let Absolutely. Me play the organ for that. Come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have to say something real fun <laughs> fact. So, Mia, you said rooms make you feel things. Yeah. And um, you guys were actually filming from their home. Yes. <laughs> and That's one thing room. I will say, I am I am probably the singular only non-creative at the table right now. That's absolutely not <laughs> That's true. That's not true. I create words. <laughs> I create worlds with words. Yes. 
Um, but I will say one thing I've always admired about both of you, but specifically, I remember you saying that. Mm-hmm. And that's always been our experience. Absolutely. Anytime we've ever mm-hmm. been with the Lazars, whether it's a room you've curated and designed or really just anywhere, it's always like this experience. And I think it's very authentic. You don't just design rooms. You sure. really do emote a feeling that leaves people leaving feeling better than when they arrived. Um, but also you talked about Christine. So backtrack, this awesome, amazing collaboration of creativity. I was a stay at home mom doing the home thing. And I remember Mia was just that friend. She was always doing something, something. And I remember when you would stage homes Yeah. and my role was Mia would call me when she needed to unstage the home. <laughs> I was the friend who jumped she did in not and forget was like, anything in the house. <laughs> I was the friend who I was like, it. I can undo it and I can make sure we don't <laughs> forget anything and I will take every shower hook off and I just think that was like such a fun <laughs> yeah. time because I took notice of that mm. your kids at the time were really little mm-hmm. and I only had we only had our oldest and he was a baby right. so technically mm-hmm. I mean it's exhausting in some ways but he really did whatever we wanted to do right I just admired that even when you had young children mm-hmm. you've never used them as an excuse to not build Sure. And go after things. Sure. I mean, I've taken literally Mia with kids in the car in the middle of winter. We mm-hmm. were pulling up to houses. Well, how far away were decorate. those houses too? They were like an so, hour through the boonies. And I the, really honestly oh knew. Around the river I knew and I the trusted woods. her the first time you took me on one of those drives. Because I was like, <laughs> she could literally take me out to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> And no one would ever find me. Oh my God. But I just wanted to say, you like, even thought that though. That's I took hilarious. notice I mean, of that. And that's we were new to Virginia. And we we're like, we are, oh, everything it looks like been backwoods. It could have been 15 minutes, but I was like, <laughs> what? It's a big difference is from Miami. Place? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But big I time. just really admired that no matter the season in parenting, you guys have always gone after the things that mm-hmm. you are passionate about. And that has helped us because now we are three kids in. Yeah, And I hear, honestly, and we can even talk about this. A lot of creatives, once they start families, you'll hear this. Like, they just stop dreaming. Yeah, yeah. they put, they yeah. put stuff yeah. on the shelf. They stop creating. Right. And, it, and honestly, I feel like it's a disservice to our children. Because, you know, one day, they're going to hear, well, why'd you stop for 10 years? Sure. Oh, because I had you. So I was the reason you didn't right. dream, yeah. create. And so yeah. I've just always admired that that's Sorry, awesome. That was my Thank memory. you. That's I was awesome. the, the organization to the creativity. No, you know I need you. I yeah. need you. I need yeah. administrative gifts. Yeah, please. absolutely. Yeah, and, and listen, it's just 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 because you're not an artist doesn't mean you're not creative. And I think that's, that's something true. that everyone yep. who thinks creatively, you know, um, sometimes they 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 don't consider themselves to be creative because they don't like paint or sing or mm. you know something like that. But Creative is way di- oh, and I learned Absolutely. this from you. Creativity is about problem solving. Yep. Thousand percent. And I took the words right so out of my creative. mouth. You to- you yeah, to- he was about to say that. You- that yeah. I, I know. I know. I know. I've never heard this. I want to hear this. Creativity is about problem solving. Because I feel really like now I'm creative. Go ahead. Wow. You, you have are. my attention now. Listen, I tell this to every client I ever meet with. I tell this to my team. I've told this to my team for years. I feel like I fake being a creative because inherently I don't. I don't feel creative. But all you got to do is figure out what the problem is and find a solution that either wow. fixes the problem or uh, alleviates a constraint or embraces the constraint. You're just mm. solving problems. Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes the problem is uh, something weird or quirky that a client wants to, to produce or make, and you just got to find a solution. 
Sometimes they're dictated to you. Sometimes, sometimes I've created my own problems to steer us in a different direction. Yep. So that we wouldn't, you know, the best creativity never happens when there's no limits. Mm-hmm. It always happens when there's a limit. Some Absolutely. Type of That's box so good. We don't like to say that we're in boxes, but That's so there's good. always some type of box that yeah. you sort of got to work Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. So uh, interior designer, artist, songwriter, that's Mia. So Josh, yeah. yeah obviously we, we talked a little bit about starting from, you know, designing it in your own, your old church and you're coming back to that. But tell us about like, let, let our listeners know, like, what are, what are you doing right now? What are you leading? Yeah. Uh, what, what's, what's, what, what's driving you right now this season? Yeah. So, um, since 2015, I've had the opportunity of, of traveling around the country and, and serving predominantly churches, um, you know, I had somebody ask me, what do you want to do? And I said, I, I really want to help organizations bring their story to life. Um, so now we, we own and lead a, a company called Axel and Oak. Um, and we, we do, uh, <laughs> that's right. Keep that uh, merch we do, yeah. we that do merch. interiors, branded spaces and installations. So we, we dream it, we make it, we install it. Um, and, and, I've always said, like, I feel like my one of my callings in this season, as far as what our business is doing, is pouring fuel on other people's fire. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's um, good. I and love what you did on a smaller scale with the church. Right, that you were right. With yeah, yeah. Is now nationwide. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I mean, we've had the we've had the awesome opportunity of of working coast to coast, and uh, we just got new business in our twenty seventh state. So that's, that's awesome. Pretty killer. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. tight, bro. That's tight. <laughs> I love I that. I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. I I love it. I love it. I think I think the uh the the concept, the premise, how mm-hmm. it's grown into what it is now is is amazing. And I, I would love to just like ask you guys, just um like from from a as a creative, a, as an artist, as a leader, you know, there's a lot of times um some of these things get a little bit difficult, you know. You I, I wonder if you guys have ever had that feeling of like, man, this is too much. I kinda wanna fail, you know? And I think sometimes a lot of us, some of us who are creative or, um, um, have an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, there's a lot of times we shoot ourselves in the foot because we kind of quit or delay. And before we even get a chance to figure out if the thing will fail or not, we fail ahead of time. We fail for it. We, we exactly. And so I'm, I'm just trying to like, like know what, maybe some of those moments have been like for you guys where you felt like, I feel like I want to quit or I feel like I don't want to do this. And maybe how you uh, persevered and pushed through that to be able to maybe like I experienced some type of tangible, I'm so glad I didn't quit. Well, 27 states. I mean, that's a pretty amazing accomplishment Mm -hmm. that probably would not have happened Mm -hmm. had you perhaps quit. I I love that. I would love to hear about that. I think that the parameter for me in, you know, just like my, what do they say? Your core motivator with, with your personality type of being an Enneagram seven is like being able to enjoy. And it's like, just everything needs to be exciting and adventurous and, and fun. Like fun is, is my thing. And, um, I just have an example. I don't know exactly how to answer your question, but I think it's going to come out as I talk. But when I was hired as worship leader at the summit four years ago, I told Gardner, he was the worship pastor at the time. I said, hey, I, I love, I, I know that I'm called to do this right now, but I think it's just full time for a 
like I even put a parameter. I said two years. And then after mm-hmm. that, because I don't want to, I don't want to block myself in, you know, right. I want to keep my freedom so I can do, <laughs> do the design and go on trips with the kids yeah. and, you know, with everybody. So I, um, I said that at four years ago, I said two years and now I'm at double that already. And I, and I am now able to, mm. you know, be a part of a songwriting department and do that piece of it and that creativity and that um, way to express, you know, that piece of what the Lord wants to do through me that I just feel like mm-hmm. it's a, an outpouring of what he wants to do within me and through me that it, it totally scratches that itch, if you will. You know, like I'm like, I'm, I am not anytime soon, mm-hmm. like I'm done because I want to do other things because I get to do those other things. Yep. And then we also have a company in which I can consult and go and do the projects that I literally just want to do now because of mm. where the company is. Right. He doesn't need me to be on all the projects, but if he wants me or needs me, or if I want to be or a part she of wants it, to be, yeah. I can just do it. And so like who that. gets to do their dream? Like it literally is my dream. I love that. And so it's beautiful and it's so exciting to be able to do all those things and, or none of them. If I, I'm kidding, I'm not going to do yeah. none of them. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> so what would I say to somebody who's, who's thinking about like, man, I just want to quit. Um, I think for me, it was, the question is, it was harder. Like, can I start? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come on. Because I, I had off the cliff, mm -hmm. if you will. I definitely thought about it for a long time, a lot of years. And Hmm. there was this fear of leaving the artificial security of a guaranteed paycheck. Mm -hmm. Now let's, let's, let's back up a little bit all of the ministry that I was in and pursued was definitely out of calling. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when I did feel God, I believe the Holy spirit moving in my spirit to say like, I want you to do this. There was definitely a fear of the perceived security of the guaranteed paycheck. Um, yeah. So I think the failure or the fear was more on starting than it was on wanting to quit. Hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit unique hmm. In that, um, being an Enneagram three, I, I, I've never woken up and said, I don't want to do this today. Right. There have been conversations or meetings or whatever it is where you're like, uh, I'm a little bit tired. Yeah. Um, but I just love so much what I get to do. And I feel like this is what I was put on the planet to do. Yeah. And like, that's a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really do feel like, um, you know, being able to to do what we do really, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that, but no, you're <laughs> no, good. You're yeah, good. No, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. Keep going on that. Like you're, so, you're, so you said Enneagram three for someone yes. maybe listening, like yeah, talk yeah. more about what does that look like for yeah, a creative so who happens have to win. like a creative, yeah. win. A creative <laughs> that's a great question. So I, so maybe we'll pick up here. Yeah. So Josh, you mentioned like Enneagram three. So like when I think of an Enneagram three, I like when I think of a creative yeah. a stereotypical, I think of a seven, <laughs> like, I don't want to be boxed in. I want to have fun. Like when you said ministry, well, with the singing and the fun comes like org charts and things that are not fun. I think of you, Josh, and I see you like, like enjoying the org charts and the systems. So when you say Enneagram three as a creative, like, what does that look like? Like, I think, think, uh, you know, on the healthy side, it's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to set my mind to something and it's just going to happen. That's good. It's, there's never mm-hmm. not an option for that to happen. And I'm always thinking, how can I be as productive as possible? 
how can I get to where I'm going as quickly as possible? Mm. Now there's some drawbacks and some unhealth to some of that. Um, because in which you have to take a in, pause. In which and- I have to take a pause because there is that mm-hmm. very much people pleasing. You want everybody to be impressed, those kind of things. And that's a very dark thing that I have to constantly remind myself right. about. Yeah. Um, but or I think another issue is that there's so much, so much new business that's coming in that it's like, Oh, can I work 25 hours a day? No, wow. I cannot. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, right. I cannot. Mm. So, um, so and so we're in the season as in our company where we're thinking about how can we make this as not, not even just efficient, but as proficient as possible. So yeah. it's just muscle memory, mm. but it has to come down with, very systematic approach so that you can do what you do to achieve the best results in the shortest amount of time possible without plug and play. We don't do plug and play. We listen and we give our clients what they want, not what we want. We don't design for them. They think that's what they want, but what they really want is for us to design with them. That's really good. So you mentioned people pleasing, which first of all, I love that. So like, I feel like in, if you're listening and maybe you're like me thinking, well, I'm a at-home mom. How does this apply to me? You said we don't design for them. We design with them. Yeah. And I think no matter where you find yourself, whatever your job is, maybe you're a student, maybe you're in the corporate world, like collaboration is key. Yeah. You can't and, do and anything. You, yeah. And yeah. you talked yeah. about that. Like and we, we talk about boxes and limits. And I think where people limit themselves is they do not collaborate enough. Right. There's, there's competition, not collaboration. Oh yeah. I love that. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Like as a mental model, like with not for, Mm -hmm. right. And that's where you really empower people. Right. And think about like what we're created to be in, especially in the church. And just really after a season of isolation in the world is community. We are, we are built to be in community Absolutely. and that, that there can be a very successful person doing exactly the same thing that I am across the street and me be their biggest fan and them be mine. And we can even maybe collaborate together. And so I honestly believe that Josh and I were put on this earth to figure that help others figure out the Mm -hmm. community in which things can be super beautiful and successful and creative and actually work. So even in my job now is um, I think we have 10 currently 10 worship leaders that in the past seven years have created no music. I mean, there's been a couple things that almost happened, but like in this season, we are working together and and is it hard? Yes. Is it? Uh, sometimes yeah. lack of trust yeah. and sometimes building that. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yes. like Are herding cats. Conversations? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Collaboration is, is essential, not easy. Though. There's disagreements. And yeah. um, I, as a people pleaser and kind of like the one that's like, okay, I'm hearing everybody what they're saying, mm-hmm. but what we have to do is not just want to please everyone because that's never going to work. Correct. Yeah. But what's, what is going to work is to ask a question like, okay, then what is the what is the best thing for this song? Yes. What is the best mm-hmm. thing for this with, for this problem solving issue yeah. in general? Mm-hmm. And when you ask that question, it's, it becomes a lot clearer oh, yeah. as, as far as what the answer is and how to fix it and how to make the best thing. Yeah. You that's, know? that's so good. I feel like too, like with, especially with your situation with you guys haven't released music in, in seven years and now you're starting to do that. And it's like rapid. You're probably fighting against all kinds of factors, mm-hmm. like the way that people think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, does, uh, does the people around your like team think 
oh, these people are in it for themselves or right. like re retraining people how to think about that's, like that's what it even is. the idea the of doing this. Because a lot of times we're like, well, we'll stop people like, or slow people from starting is like their, their mindset is completely toxic. They're, they might be considering their mindset is limited. Their mindset, extremely limiting. Mm -hmm. And so you're probably having to fight through all these things. And I don't know what, what, what have you learned? Like, like coming to, you know, your, your new church starting, you, you, you told everybody that you're a part of the right, but stop, stop tripping. You lead the thing, girl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> She's a boss, babe. Yeah. So, <laughs> Let's go. I thought you and, said, babe. Okay. Yeah. And so Let's like, as you, yeah. <laughs> but, keep it clean. But, but as you, as you <laughs> have come into this in the last four years, what, what do you feel like are just like, maybe not the number one thing you've learned, but just like a few things that you have learned about helping people start something that maybe you have, you're having to retrain thinking, you're having to re, you have to teach people how to cultivate their own creativity okay. now right. that maybe you have never tapped into that part of their soul. Yeah. It's like, I'm just a cover artist. I'm just right. going to sing what Johnny Hill song mm -hmm. makes, mm -hmm. but I'm going to now start thinking about what is the Lord saying to me? You, you, you must have learned some things that are like gems. And I just, I'd love to know what you yeah. feel like in the last four years you've learned about that yeah. process. I think that the biggest thing is sort of what you said is, is as the, in the role that you're given, wherever you are, I'm a coach. And mm -hmm. as much as you say, you're not a creative Lauren, like what we, what we say, and as your friends and the people that know you the best is that you are, and that you may not like be an artist, but that you are. So it is your job to tell others that they call out the things within them. And I think that's part of like the, you know, the gift of being a prophet to do like, yeah. like, I'm not, a, yeah. you know, I don't like, I'm not titled that, but I just feel like that there are things that sometimes I can see into someone's soul or to someone's life. Mm -hmm. And just from the fruit that I've seen as to say, it doesn't matter if you've been abused in your life. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you have this situation or if you come from this background that right now, this is what I see in you. And that if you are a, a child of the King and you read his word, then you can be inspired mm -hmm. and, and, and write something, create mm -hmm. something or paint something or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And I think that that's um, a big thing for, for that. And also I think that another thing is really important is to understand that I don't have all of the gifts that, right. that we together right. and we together can have all of the gifts yep. because yes. there are multiple yeah. of them. And that um, to see the one, the weaknesses I have and to understand your own weaknesses and the one, yep. the things that my earring keeps getting caught on my shirt <laughs> <laughs> and to be able to understand the, the things that you struggle with and the things that you like, I'm telling you, I, I am not great recording in the studio. Like I, I get super hard on myself, difficult. Like I'm mad. I'm like, why can't you I get this thing to work? You don't this from experience, right? No. Yeah, I, for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple of moments in the studio where I'm like, the what is why to I, don't, I don't go to the studio. No, friendship and longevity. <laughs> so I honestly, I came up with this funny thing. Like Wade was, we were, we were comping a vocal for one of the songs on our new EP. And it's a very intimate song. It's like a prayer of like, God search my heart. And yeah. so I was trying to like, get into this zone of having this vulnerable vocal that re like reflected what I was trying mm -hmm. to get across. And we were listening to this, this vocal and I was just like, not happy. And I was super upset. And we were like, right. every line, you know, you go through seven of the same line mm -hmm. and none of them are right. right. And yeah. I looked at Wade and I was like, listen, we have to, we have to, I have to start thinking about my voice as someone else. 
That's so, so I good. literally yeah. put a name to her. I like felt super schizophrenic because, <laughs> but it helps to like remove yourself from something you're trying to sure. create and, mm-hmm. and, and make. This is like, okay. So Annie, she did not know what, her name's Annie. Like this girl hey, singing. Okay. It's like <laughs> it's alter not, ego. Not, it's super not weird. Not it's really I was going to say no. Beyonce has Sasha oh, Fierce. And maybe so that's why. I don't is, know. This I don't is know. a thing. Okay. I think that might be a little different. <laughs> that, might, that might be why. But anyway, it just kind of like helped, helped me to yeah. remove myself from the art. So it's not like me doing it anymore. It's like. Okay, let me be objective. That's, good. That's really good. And it's I don't know, it just seems like it seems like this breakthrough for me to where it's like it's not it's not so personal anymore. I feel like I've gotten really much better at taking myself out of offenses. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Lauren used to help me absolutely. do that. Oh my gosh, tell him about the SNL thing. That really helps. <laughs> when you oh. create characters, she's creative. Yes, Listen I, to I this. love characters. This is well, good. I'll say this though. Do you know what I mean though? I'll like you create a story in a second. Thing. I will tell you the story. So Mia, like I said, I've known Mia for over a decade and she just We're going a lot has of tangents, a lot of, and I, a yeah. lot of just Sorry. different ways and things that she does. But one thing you just said is coach, right? Yeah. I think what's so cool about um, recognizing and pushing past your vulnerabilities mm-hmm. is that had you not had that moment in the studio, you can't coach others towards that. And I think even hearing you out loud say, I had to realize mm-hmm. that I needed to get myself out of the way. Yes. Now, so guess what's going to happen? A new young worship leader is going to come on your team, going to first time in the studio, yeah. and you're going to be able to coach him through that mm-hmm. because you've literally walked that tension. Right. And I think that is so cool. Okay, SNL. So here's the thing. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am not easily oh, offended. Gosh. Like, it's almost probably more unhealth than it is health. Like I'm just really good at tuning stuff out. I don't care out. what you think. <laughs> I just literally block stuff out. Yeah. And I remember, so Mia had gotten, because again, she's just like a go-getter in design. And there was this opportunity to be the designer of a pretty big, like furniture store. And she was the designer. Like that's her job. You walk in the furniture store. How many of you walk in and you're like, oh my gosh, I just want to sit on this couch. And like, you just feel like you are again, creating feelings mm-hmm. and emotion. Her job was to design it. Well, unfortunately, someone mm-hmm. on the team felt that it was their job too. <laughs> so Mia would design. She was leave. like a furniture salesman. Correct. It was, it was her not job. her lane. Um, and Mia would leave. She would come back and things would be rearranged. And oh, I just was. I, was, I remember this now. I remember <laughs> now, this now. Thing. And if you are that person listening, we love you. Yeah. And I hope I don't you think have she's learned. listening. But, um, I was we the friend. You. I was but the friend that Mia would just, you know, like be like, okay, Lauren, I need you to help me because like, I already know I'm going <laughs> to go in there and have moved my stuff again. <laughs> and, and here's the best thing that Mia ever told me was that this particular person would say, do you know what I think about that? <laughs> Can I like, say something? Can I say something? Can I chip in? <laughs> and so after like kind of being like, well, maybe, you know, just like come in, rearrange it, whatever. I told her, here's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. What helps me when people are at times difficult and unfortunately not self-aware. Mm-hmm. Self-awareness is powerful. You have to view them as an SNL character. I said, from now on, <laughs> she is not your enemy. She cannot offend you because you're going to come in and you're going to literally picture an SNL mm-hmm. skit. Can I say something? And in your mind, you're going to say there was that skit. <laughs> was to say, to say what you want to say. <laughs> it was like this whole skit where the person says, 
said, um, they're like meeting and they're like, you know how you meet someone, you forget their name and you pretend like you know their name. Well, the SNL skit pretty much laid it out where they were like, I'm sorry, I'm not even going to pretend. I literally was not listening. I don't know your name. Can you tell me your name again? And it was such a refreshing skit because if we treated some of these moments, yeah. Whether you're creative or you're easily offended or you talked about people pleasing. Actually, you both mentioned people mm-hmm. pleasing, which I think is interesting because you are wired so different. Very different. Um, very different. And yet there's still that strain of people pleasing. Mm-hmm. But I think what I helped you with was I just made you laugh. Right. Well, that's I, I just true. said, you know what? At this point, this person is clearly not self-aware mm-hmm. enough to even even if you had great advice for her, like, hey, let's collaborate, but yet you do your thing, I do my thing. She couldn't have really done anything. So I just told you to walk in and picture her like an SNL skit. Like, But honestly, it really laugh. is super, it is super <laughs> profound though, because I mean, think about like what we were talking about earlier, just about like having the things that help you with your perspective and how, how you can like just go get things and not worry about what people think is like, there are SNL characters all over the place, all the time in every scenario. I mean, how many <laughs> how many churches have you gone in and you're like, oh no, I gotta this work is what with makes them. SNL I gotta work hilarious. with them. Is SNL is art imitating life. It's so true. It is all SNL is. Absolutely. If you're listening and you're young and you have no idea, Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live, mm-hmm. I'm not promoting it. <laughs> but it is that is what it is. Mm-hmm. It takes what's relevant and current and it it pokes Satire, fun yeah. at yeah. all sure. of it. Yeah. But I want to hear about the people pleasing. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I do think it's like an interesting connection that while you're both wired so different, mm-hmm. right? And yet there is still this, your attention of fighting the trap of people pleasing because mm-hmm. it's a trap. Yes, it is. I think that there is an element of people pleasing. I think for our gift together and in, in then Axel and Oak design, there's an element of people pleasing that maybe we, we shouldn't call it that because it's like, we understand because we've listened and we've heard story, their story and we want to bring it to life. We understand really well the avenue to make people happy yeah. and to, mm-hmm. to, to please them, to, as to make them be like, I'm really happy with this space. And yeah. This, yeah. this space makes me feel okay. what I want to make it, I want it to feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, do, I don't think that people pleasing is only a trap. I think that it's like, that's that's great. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I really do think yeah. that it's part right. of it is that, but it's very easy to veer Slip down the into. like my identity is affected by what they think or what their feedback right. is. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I think there's a difference. That's so, great. That's there's a difference really between wrapping your identity into it, which mm-hmm. I've definitely been guilty of at many points. The reverse flip side of that is wanting to just give somebody something so genuine and, and authentic that that they say, this has been in, um, in my head all along and in my heart all along, but mm-hmm. you finally brought it to life and, and just, really know it. just pulled <laughs> no, it out cool. of yes. us. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, as a whole, it's more about the reward for them than it is about pleasing them because of me. That's really good. I mm-hmm. think yep. some of the best moments have been walking around spaces when they're finished and you've curated the furniture and the colors and the textures and all those psychological things those things do, couple that with storytelling and, and, and all the things. And to see uh, senior leaders, big former NFL football players walking around a building with tears in their eyes. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's really wow. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. really powerful. The difference between the people pleasing, making it about you versus it being a the person you're servicing 
well pleased. Like yeah. they're, they're they're a representation of yes. what they want. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Oh, but absolutely. I, I think that the people pleasing too can get to a place of like more. I was call it more like the fear of man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm scared about what they might think of me if I fail. Right. Or, or even of them not liking it. You know, that's disappointing for yourself if that, right. if that happens and you can kind of get in a spiral there, which is dangerous. Yeah. I think the danger part is when I am not enough if you're not happy. Sure. That's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the identity thing. It's, it's, I, here's I, the way that I, I put this. I don't need a trophy. Is, <laughs> come on. Make you it doesn't make come me not enough and it doesn't make me less. But the, at the end of the day, this is what we tell people. You're paying us to get what you want. Yeah. So we're going to give you what you want and we the moment, let me back up. We have to put so much passion and heart into the process and into the design that we show them. But the moment that we, we turn on the screen and start showing them designs that they have asked for, we have to put our emotion on the back seat. Yeah. And I always say, like, we don't have feelings in this meeting. You need to tell us if you hate it. That's, yeah. that's powerful. You have to be real. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. you're going you to get what you want. You get it yeah. installed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, there's so many times whenever someone is offering a critique or, you know, hey, I don't like this. I want to change this. That I feel like, hey, I'm, I'm critiquing this coffee cup and I, w- I would rather it be this color instead of that color. Well, the thing is, I have to remember, I'm not the coffee cup. Sure. Yeah. 100%. Say we're, that. We're, all of us are working on making this coffee cup better. And if we, if we, and if we could, t- if we could tweak the coffee cup to get to a place where everybody's happy, when we finish critiquing the coffee cup, the thing is, all of our hearts and our souls and our identities remain out of the fight, remain out of the. That's right. You know, and so like all we're doing is critiquing this thing. We're all good together. Yeah. And if and when you do that, you honestly can get a better a more better, a much better experience and even a greater product because now I'm not in defense mode. Yeah. You're not liking this. I had a, I had that ha- exact thing happen this week. Hmm. We were in a presentation in San Jose. We came up with what we thought was a killer feature uh, for a space. Yeah. And it took our design and collaboration on our team's end, presenting it to him for him to be sparked with a brand new idea. And when he verbalized it, it gave me chills on how good it was. Yeah. Wow. But it took us presenting something that was close mm-hmm. to give him a spark, come up with something new. And I would much rather just bring his idea to life because it was way better than ours. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and the, the good thing about that, about, about being, cup, yeah. Cause you're, cause you're, you're, uh, your confidence is not um, under under fire, your sure. your security. You're not you're not letting your your insecurities uh, like flame up. And what happens is, I'm way more involved in the process if I'm okay with this changing. If I need yes. this to stay the way that it is, then I won't bring my best to the critique. Right. I won't bring my best to you, and then therefore. What's even the real point? Or I won't bring us, anything. If I won't I bring anything. Insecure, yeah, insecure. exactly. We talk about song babies. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like <laughs> song babies. Yeah, when, I know. When like what you, you mean. create a song baby, and for me, it's usually a chorus. A don't call chorus. my baby ugly. Don't you call my baby ugly? That's right. But, and it's definitely a ballad to, at first. It's usually a ballad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Do we know about this? <laughs> <laughs> so, but if I don't ever show you my baby, then. And it has, but I do, I want to caveat to it. You have to get, you have to bring your song baby to the right people. It can't that just be so anybody and everybody. Absolutely. Because if you, if you bring too. your yes. creative idea to anybody and everybody too soon, yep. then you will get beat down. Yes. Yeah. Because somebody's going to be somebody, the personality that would be like, 
Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's, that's, that's you know your baby is so precious. So you go to the right people that you trust. Thank you. Your baby is, if your you baby, your baby is precious. precious, that means maybe they're not super cute. Yeah, Just precious. Huh. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't, bless that don't, baby's tell heart. That, don't tell oh. everybody that I bless, said that. It's my bless, thing. No babies. Bless that child. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I, I, I so identify with that because yeah. every, anytime anything has ever come out of me, it's immediately been my baby. For a period mm-hmm. of time, hundred percent. You're also seven, and your ideas are the best ideas. Oh, they, they are. Well, they pretty much are, though. They they are. <laughs> but the thing is, like, <laughs> come when, on, the seven. There, there's the seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Josh, we yes. yes. yep. Big yep. idea guy I, right here. Big I idea have guy. no understanding <laughs> of that. <laughs> but the reason why I say that is because, like, if I can bring that as quickly as possible to some form of critique, then I can either know I got to keep going after this sure. thing. Or I need to move on. Mm-hmm. Right. Because so many times, if I hold on to it, like I've got it in my voice memos, and it's been sitting there for three months, and every time I come home, I'm playing back that chorus, and I'm oh falling gosh, more and more in love <laughs> of this single idea that I've shown no one, that I've really I've exposed it to no criticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, it's perfect. It's, my, it's, it's, like, a, it's like I'm a... I got a, I got one child, and mm-hmm. it's like it has. There's no one to compare it, no nothing to compare it to, and it's this perfect little mm-hmm. thing that my I'm mama a helicopter told me I parent. could sing on American Idol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was literally gonna say that this is why you have children who God helped them. Yeah. They were told their whole life they were perfect. Yeah. Oh, well, and I'll tell and you. Then I'll, right. I find out they're not, this is for another podcast, is. but I'll tell you what I think it is. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I think it is. This generation is, our, is having children later and later, and they're usually having one and not two. And huh. if you're 40 and you have one child that is your prized possession, nothing can criticize Ooh, it. Preach. You will helicopter parent that thing, and therefore it preach. will. There will be no competition in the home. Preach. There will be um, every three. God every safeguard will be put in place. <laughs> every opportunity given to them for the sake it of their is, advancement, that is very and they'll true. never be tested until they're 30 years old in the workplace and they yeah. hear for the first time that, that they, they they need have to work to harder. Share? And, they have to work hard. oh, they have and to also share. they don't have it's that community of like different giftings of the body of Christ as siblings uh-huh. to grow up with. So true. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. yeah. But that's for another okay, podcast. Okay, okay, okay. But, but that's truthfully, actually really good it's though. It's so true. Parenting yeah. podcast will be in Listen. season four. Not, it's not Listen. that it's bad to only have one child. Yeah. Just saying. No, it's not. But that's <laughs> but there's, actually a, there's great, a great point when there's it comes to There's consequences. Yep. Yep. There's always consequences mm-hmm. to every decision. If you have your kids young and poor, then like you have three of them and they take care of themselves. And sometimes they grow up to be way more independent mm-hmm. way earlier. Mm-hmm. If you have them late with money, then sometimes they be, they're be they not as independent and uh, wow. not as resilient. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. It doesn't make them bad or good. It's just, it's, it's it a is. product. That's what it is. Interesting. Yeah. So we mentioned, obviously, like the different ways you guys like exercise that God-given creativity. And what I've heard, too, is like, obviously, Mia, you're on staff at a church. Mm-hmm. Josh, your background is in church. But you guys, you said it's primarily churches you service. But your, your services are not limited to the mm-hmm. church. Help us, like, for someone maybe listening. We were talking about this yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. we started recording. But, like, I think for some creatives, they think that's all it ever will be. It's like, like what you were saying is, like, for you, it wasn't the fear of quitting. It was more the fear of starting. Right. Like, do well, I have yeah. permission to do this? Yeah not for the local church, like just my church. Like what did that process look like? Yeah. Well, I think that in general, like, um, did you have a better, like, did you have something you want to say right away? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly, I think of God as the ultimate creator. And so when you walk outside, how many people enjoy God's creation? Literally everyone. Everyone. So like, when we look outside and we walk around the lake and we see the ducks swimming in the river, in, in the lake, this is a lake across the street, 
and the ripples in the lake. And you just like think of all the inspiration that you literally just only see outside in God's creation. Mm -hmm. To me, that is extremely the opposite of limiting. You know, it opens up so many things of what could I do in this world? I mean, the sky is literally the limit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that it's just a matter of understanding that first of all, I think I think one thing I do want to say to young or early creatives is that I do think that creative things that people like financially charge for mm. are underrated. Like I feel like if you're if you're a really good at interior design, that most people expect you to do it for free at the beginning, yeah. mm-hmm. or or even they just still if you're their friend, they expect you to do it for free. Mm. And I just want to encourage people that. Some, as far as that being unfair, it is unfair. It is kind of an unfair thing. I mean, like you don't expect somebody to do accounting for free, correct? But for some reason, with the creative world, sure. because they don't see, that. They, they don't, don't see, see the it costing you anything. Yes. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I want to say that that it is truly like not not great. It's not a great culture to have in the world. However, I think that it is important to create for free mm. because if you don't create at all, or if you don't have people paying you to create. Then do you might not do it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. So I think that it's it's kind of that weird thing. Like, why do they? Why do you expect me to do it for free? But then maybe you wouldn't do it at all. So Correct. just do it. Just freaking do it. Yeah, and, so true. And make so it, make the stuff. You yeah. know, come up with the idea and do mm-hmm. it. Um. So I think it's absolutely for the whole world for creativity sake, mm-hmm. just for whatever it is. I mean, goodness, TikTok. Just look at TikTok. How many people are so freaking creative that mm-hmm. you're... The so TikTok. The, t- the TikTok. I like world. saying the TikTok to... <laughs> the Facebook? My yeah. kids the and some of our employees because... <laughs> so, the YouTube? Yes. It makes me sound really old <laughs> yeah. and they get really frustrated. It makes Addie really mad. Hmm. You know, I, I, think, I think it goes to the holistic person and who am I as a person and who am I as a follower of Jesus my entire life as a follower of Jesus can't just exist inside the church. So why should my artistic expression? I think there's a huge benefit and value to giving my first and my best to God. Yeah. But it, th- that doesn't mean that that first and best has to be for the church. It means God has put something inside of me that I want to express and that I want to have to help move people. Um, but it, 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 you take it everywhere. Yeah. Um, for us, that's given us the opportunity to design churches, but also medical spas and uh, cigar lounges. So, you dope. know, if somebody's sitting in a lounge, they're smoking a cigar, maybe they got a glass of bourbon, and they're just taking a moment to just be, which is a really unique part of that culture. Yeah. Everybody says, like, it, it, it slows you down. You're forced to stop and enjoy the moment. So if I can, if I can work with that team to create incredible experiences that help people just be, which is one of my biggest struggles, right? Yeah, that's Imagine true. But that. when I'm in those, when I'm in those spaces, it forces me to just be. So I think, I think you have to ask yourself the question, what is the problem I'm trying to solve and where is that best solution yeah. aimed? Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. And I think back to the whole like, rooms make you feel things like I think there's just like the 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 box is kind of gone to where you can allow the presence of God to love and touch people because if you're right. working with a cigar lounge yeah, if, you, if, if you're working a cigar lounge business owner who really loves the Lord and you design him this beautiful space and he's got a patron sitting in his lounge 
enjoying a cigar, finally slowing down, that guy now could sit next to that guy on who knows. And so many the conversations depth. about so Jesus happen in those moments. Who knows yeah. the depth of the conversation? Yeah. I think that's I think that's awesome, bro. Yeah. I think it's it's really cool just even hearing you say that because I think like even for myself, you know, as a as a mom of three kids, I think that when I feel as though the things that I do are just for my home, just for my children, and I don't look for ways to empower right. other moms, to pour into other moms mm-hmm. beyond the four walls of my home, eventually it outs my flame. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. just starts to, it's just not f- fun anymore, right. right? Like it doesn't have that. Whereas if you, like what you're doing is you're partnering. You're not just coaching, you're partnering. You have to. With other leaders a leader partnering with leaders to give vision and legs like you said to that i think of hospitals i mean most recently for those of you that are caught up with the podcast i experienced a lot of time in a hospital when my dad was fighting for his life and i'll tell you what like there is a tangible difference when you walk into one type of room right and another you know Mm -hmm. in the hospital thankfully um, this particular hospital, it clearly you designed this hospital because yeah. it was like it did. You didn't feel like you were in a hospital. Right. Wow. The lobby felt like a like luxury resort. And they did that on purpose because they wanted people to walk in and feel valued. And then my dad goes into physical therapy. Oh my gosh. And it felt like a prison. They could have had the best therapists, best nurses, mm-hmm. best people, but the room, the building felt dead yeah and you just it so i just think what you do is so powerful beyond the church because i think that honestly we as believers are called to reach the lost right and and so i think it's incredible that's so good. I, I love that you guys are a part of that this was awesome like we love you guys i knew it was gonna we be could fun. go for another two hours we could literally really go to. for another two yeah. hours but, but we're we not but because yeah. our kids are at the door ready to come this back might need in. to be episodes <laughs> yes, this one is very and two Five kids They're and reaching a dog underneath the trying door. to come back into this room. <laughs> yes, they are but trying to reach in. Before we wrap up, real quick, I love to ask this question at the end. We've asked you guys a lot of questions, but like as we're preparing to close out, what is something maybe that we haven't asked? Something that you like feel you want to share with mm. someone listening, yeah, whether they're a young creative just starting, or as I said, maybe their flame is outed mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. need permission right. to dream again what would you say what's mm. something we haven't asked you first that you'd want to share i would just say that um you know like i was sort of in different circumstances made to feel like i was old when i was you know early 30s and i am no wow. longer early 30s and so if i had let that mindset and that um i i just always have vibed things and i feel things like in every mm-hmm. room and sometimes it's taken me a long time to figure out what's going on. But if I had let those thoughts and those feelings mm. like overtake me or make me stop doing the things that God has now allowed and opened up a way for me to be able to do all the things that I've ever dreamed mm. of. Um, if I stopped, then I would have never done any of it. And mm. I could have gotten into my feelings. I could have stayed there. I could have, you know, decided to do something only in a left turn, like, you know, working at wherever I would have worked. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like you can't stop. You can't dismiss yourself. Yeah. I love that. Like don't dismiss yourself That's really from good. a situation just because you feel like you're unwanted or not good enough or, or say the, it, from too, the trap of old. comparison or too old. Yeah. Yes. And I just think that that's, mm-hmm. it's just such a sad thing because, and like you, you, um, you know, hinted to and said is that 
there there literally is always an opportunity mm. to create something. If it's an yep. atmosphere of like you have done in the lunchroom of your kid's school, I think it's mm-hmm. an amazing testimony to God's faithfulness, to your willingness to do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to be a light, you yeah. know? And I think that that's in the same the same thing with the creative world. It's like, I love that. Don't stop thinking of things you can do and, yeah. and be a part of. And, and I just want to say also that in our life and what I, I believe that God has specifically called Josh and I's um, lane to be mm-hmm. is um, that our, we've, we always have always have said our life is not our own. Like yes. our life good. is not our own. That's my good. life, my life is not just mine. It's his. And so like, how can we, in our lane of creativity, building spaces, how can we, just create a community of, of people that want to maybe make music, maybe make, you know, whatever it ends up being, how can we give space to others to okay. understand the love of God and to be able to see um, the, crea- the creation of whatever it is come to life Yeah, I love and, that. and create an avenue for other people. So that's kind of one of so our goals. Good. So yeah. good. If you're a young creative listening, uh, whether it's a musician, filmmaker, content creator, writer, dreamer, someone wants to get out of what they're doing now. Yeah, come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> I would say the biggest advice I could give you is find a coach or find somebody that you trust, look up to, or respect that is older than you, that has been doing it longer, that you could submit yourself, that can pull the best out of you. That's really good. We cannot mm-hmm. ever reach our full, full potential by ourselves. Yeah. Um, I have an executive coach right now, and um, I believe that our company has gotten to the place that I thought would take us another five more years, mm. literally. Mm. And he has unlocked so much thinking and dreaming in my heart, and he doesn't even deal with the same space. Wow. Coaching it doesn't have to be about coaching you in your craft. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's coaching you in your mindset. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's mindset. That's it. it. Yeah. So Mind good. And I feel <laughs> right? like yep. my I'm dreaming about what I thought would be at the end of my career at mm. this point in my career. Um and and I think secondarily um my wife has been saying this for years and I've done it off and on, but one of my deliverables before our next meeting with my coach is to find a counselor. Oh, please say that. Yeah. Because I feel like if we can, if we can process all of our emotions and our mindsets healthy, then we can create from a healthy place, not from unhealthy place. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Feelings are important. And and let me say my last quote Mm -hmm. that I like to quote of myself. Is that um, <laughs> I always say, dash I always, what I always say, say, and if you want to write it in a your book, you have person to quote once me. said, That person is me, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's actually like so, like, brilliant. I'm just kidding, don't say that. <laughs> what I think is so is, is important to say and to believe is that feelings are very important, they should be indicators, yeah, mm-hmm. but feelings should never be dictators mm. if you allow your feelings to dictate things your decisions will be really crappy oh yeah oh, you yeah. say it the way you said it last night uh i don't know i, I, you, I can't say have as good feelings. as you i think he has oh, one no, no he does have, he has I, one have feeling. I have a feeling <laughs> i'll say this though. i thought you this... lost that in the house fire 95 <laughs> that was my tear ducts. oh your tear ducts yeah he lost it. his tear ducts in the house fire although i will say the two times in our entire marriage going on over a decade that i've ever heard he cried because it was not in front of me <laughs> was in a moment of worship and you know what i'll allow I think it I was there. if it's for the Lord. I'll allow, I'll allow it. it. I cried in front of you one time in that airport in Detroit. One time, and, and I didn't I was, know what to do with that. I was like, lower, and I was mad. 
face. You're so embarrassing. Angry tears. Angry tears. I was, angry like, tears. I was like, I'm crying now. Get away from <laughs> and me. And I was like, you're so loud. Stop. Everyone can hear. Hey, this was actually, we didn't plan this. I just want you to know, but that your responses were so perfect because we started this by saying that your guys is, I mean, really what I feel you've really niched really well is that you have understood that rooms make people feel things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you left with a call to action that feelings are not dictators. They are yeah. indicators. And if your feelings are the things getting yeah. in the way of your dreams and realizing that, pursue counseling. Yeah. Yeah. Get a coach yeah. to help you with your mindset. Because I will say that right there, that's yeah. it. It's key. Mindset Absolutely. is it's where it's at. It's the flex. So good. I love this. So good. So good. Yes. Yes. Every day. I'm so sorry. All this is over. This is so good. Oh, I know. Hey, hey we can just hey, keep going. Our <laughs> listeners are ready for a break. Yeah, let our listeners know how they can follow you That's guys. Right. Social media, business, yeah. music. Where, where can they like yes. get stuff from you guys? Right? Um, Axelandoak.com. It's spelled... A N D, like yep. A N D, not yep. the little plus sign, but yeah. Um, and we're on Instagram at Axelon Oak and on Facebook. And our social media is pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> because we've out there been been making dreams happen and not Come our own. On, so hey, maybe yeah. if you're Living a content creator life. and a social <laughs> hey, media manager, reach maybe. out to us. Yes. If you want to send your resume to be yeah. an intern <laughs> yeah. and Info as we have set off your services for free oh, no. at first. <laughs> <laughs> rough. It's a rough world. Yeah, yeah you guys definitely need to give them a follow. Yeah. And honestly, Birch always lets you know how you can connect with us. And if, yeah. and if you connect you with us, yeah. we can always point you. We love you guys more than what you do. Who you are yes. is very special yeah. to us. Yeah. And we're just so grateful. Yeah. We're, we're honored to be a part. You guys, you guys are killing it. Thank, Thank you for letting crush. us be a part of the Black the, and White the podcast. first episode of season three. Season yes. job, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We love y'all. The YouTube. Love you. Bye. Wow. What an incredible, amazing conversation. Oh, yeah. Man, again, thank you to Josh and Mia Lazar. Yeah. Axel and Oak is their incredible company. Yes. I encourage you, look them up, connect with them. But here's what we want to challenge you with. We don't just want this to be a conversation that merely inspires you, but we want it to allow you to be moved to action. So here's what I want you to do. Share this podcast with somebody you know that needs to hear it. Listen to it again if you didn't take notes the first time. They shared some really incredible Mm -hmm. nuggets and really what I loved, practical ways and tips that you as a creative, no matter what season you find yourself in, can begin to pursue those God-given dreams and the lane that you are meant to run. And so again, we really are so honored to have had some of our best friends kick off season three of the podcast. I'll tell you this, we have more guests coming. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be relevant, significant, but again, it is meaningless. If it stays here, take the conversation, keep it going, share the episode, share the podcast with someone, you know, our prayer is that this really helps you guys grow in all areas. And as we're saying this season, be better together yeah so good thank you so much again for checking out the black and white podcast here are some ways that you can keep the message uh moving forward you can follow us on spotify and apple podcasts you can leave us a rating that'd be amazing and you can share the podcast right from the app that costs you nothing 
and it will really uh, mean uh, the world to somebody to make a big difference. Mm -hmm. Follow us on social media, on Instagram, Lauren Nicole Paul, and at my name is Birch. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, at TBWpod. On Instagram, we'd love to connect with you. Send an email at birchandlauren at gmail.com. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear some thoughts, suggestions, maybe some questions to take the conversation Mm -hmm. just a little bit deeper in your own life. We'd love to hear from you guys. We're so encouraged every time you reach out. So again, thank you so much for checking out the Black and White Podcast. My name is Birch. This is Lauren. We're out of here. Peace.